Hey everyone, and welcome to a new episode on the official podcast of Oklahoma Next Gen Leaders. This podcast exists to empower the next generation of leaders through intentional mentorship. Now, before we get into this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, and share this with your friends so they can be encouraged. College. Stressful, chaotic, daunting. These are just a few words that may come to mind when you think about continuing your education. In this episode, Amanda Borders, wife of the Oklahoma District Youth President and mom to three great kids, talks with Ambria Noman, a senior at the University of Oklahoma who shares her experience with how college life can impact you spiritually and how to overcome and thrive during this challenging time of life. Don't go anywhere. You do not want to miss today's episode. Welcome. Today I am going to be talking to Ambria Noman. And uh, some of you may know her, some of you may not. But Ambria has been attending OU, and while she has been in Norman, she has um, attended our church. And I have watched Ambria these last few years and have been so impressed with her um, constant involvement. And she has a good spirit and a and a great head on her shoulders. And yes, gentlemen, she is single. <laughs> yes. But um, I will say her only downside is she might fall asleep on you. You know, I'll try not to, but there's no guarantee. <laughs> if, if Y'all probably don't know, but uh, um, last, last Sunday, yeah, yeah um, she... Uh, made the biggest yawn on our live stream mm-hmm. and so we're not gonna let her live that down no 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 and i mean if you want to go back and watch it increase <laughs> apostolic worship center views go ahead and go for it <laughs> all right well i will um i will embry i'll let you introduce yourself and and tell a little bit about about you and and who you are okay um well i am a 22 year old senior in college um, I was born and raised in Chickasha, Oklahoma. It's in the southwest corner corner slash side of Oklahoma. Yeah. And uh, and then I uh, graduated from high school there, and then I moved up here to Norman, and I've been going to OU for four years now. Wow. It's, yeah, it's crazy that it's already here. Um, to think that I was a freshman in high school seven years ago, <laughs> I don't really like that, but, um, so, uh, right now I'm a senior and I'm trying to finish my last semester of classes before I start my internship. I'm going to be a math ed major. Well, I'm a math ed major, so I'm going to be a math teacher. Awesome. Um, lots of people, uh, question why I do this. I don't know either. Uh, but I've come this far. So, uh, no, but honestly, I'm doing it because, you know, I want to see, like, change in the education system. I had a pretty rough experience. So that's, well, in school. And so that's what made me want to get involved. Awesome. Um, I have two older brothers. Uh, mom and dad, both my brothers are married. Mom and dad are going on like 29 some, I don't know, some odd (laughs) years, 28 years. Yeah. I think 28. Um, 
So that's, I guess, a little bit about me. Anything else that you want me to say? Um, I, well, we'll, we'll continue on with some of these other questions. Okay. And then we'll find out more about you. Okay. <laughs> um, and as we've said, you know, Ambria, she attends OU, and, and while she's been here in Norman, um, she's been so involved. She just jumped in and... Um, in almost every area of our church, <laughs> we've really put you to work. Yeah. Um, so can you tell us how um, you're involved and, and maybe how you stay involved? Yeah, well, um, uh, my parents, they raised me in church. So thankfully, I've been able to go to an apostolic church for 22 years now. Um, and they were always, they've, they kind of instilled in us kids like, when you go to church, you serve at church, you do everything they need. If there's a function going on, you're there. You help clean up. You don't leave. You don't let... My dad has always said, if you see your pastor or pastor's wife vacuuming, you need to go take that vacuum from them. Right. So, you know, that's kind of the mentality that I was raised with. And so I feel like that's a big factor in, like, why I wanted to jump in here at Norman. Um when I am back in Chickasha, because I kind of split my time, whenever I'm uh, not in school, I go back home to work. And so when I'm there, I'm involved. I help out with the youth. I help with their media, sound, really anything they need. I'm just an open body that they can send to do something. And that's kind of the same thing I've done here in Norman. Um, my freshman year, I think I started off in uh, Sunday school. And I think I was in the toddler class and then uh, they put me into some bus ministry. And I think that was what I did my freshman year. And then um, as the years have gone on, I've gotten more involved in things uh, like I'm a greeter now. I help with the sound. I have uh, I, I just recently have become a praise singer, which I'm. <laughs> super grateful for um it's an honor to be up there and then uh i mean i've just helped whenever help has been needed and then uh how to stay involved um really it's just going and asking right you know um what i learned is that like being at home it's kind of like well um, you just, I do what my parents do and then I do what anybody needs. But coming to Norman, it was a very different atmosphere. It was very structured. And I was like, okay, well, I have to find a way to get involved. And so, you know, that was just me asking, hey, Brother Borders, what do you need me to do? I want to do something and this is what I've done before. So how can I help? Right. And, you know, at first I was just doing Sunday school. You know, and that's probably all I could handle. Um, but, you know, as it went on, he, you know, pastor got more, um, oh, my goodness, confidence in me. And he, you know, he gave me more things to do. He was like, okay, it's like, well, now we can use help in this area, in this one. And I'm like, right, that's totally fine. And it just, I think you have to ask because no one's going to know if you want to be involved unless you let them know. Right. So... Right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for jumping in and, and asking. Yeah. And being willing. And I think Pastor Saul that, you know, you show up and you, yeah. you give it a hundred percent. Yeah. So thank you. That's another big thing. You have to show up to stuff. Right. If you just show up when you're 
asked, then you're never going to be asked. Right. Because they want to know that you're willing to be there no matter what, even if you're not doing anything. Right. It's awesome. Um, now you're, you're going to OU and so you've, you've seen like college life Mm -hmm. and, and all that good stuff. Um, maybe what, you know, you see in college or you experience in college Mm -hmm. or, or maybe even something that college teaches you, Mm -hmm. um, can you just, um, maybe talk about, um, how you feel maybe college life, um, affects church life or if you feel Mm -hmm. like that it affects church life, can you just talk about that? Um, yeah, uh, it does. It does. Um, in college, you know, uh, you're on your own, you know, you, you like, you're just like, I moved out of the house. I was by myself and now you're surrounded by on, oh, you like 30,000 people that you probably, I didn't know. Well, I maybe knew a handful of people that went there with me, but you're surrounded by all these strangers and all these different belief systems and you really have to know what you know. Right. Like you have to know what you believe going in or you have to figure out what it is. Like if you're questioning something and you go to college and it's like, okay, well, why am I questioning this? I need – it might spark, you know, something in you to like dive deeper because you're like, well, if I'm going to have to face this every day, then I'm going to need to, you know, actually figure out what this means and what I stand for. And, you know, I, my freshman year, like I can probably attest for all the OU freshmen that started with me. I think there were a couple of us, um, apostolic anyway. And, um, there was just such a, like a heaviness when like you're on campus. Like, I don't know. It was like, whenever I was there, it was like, I just felt like so much worse than I actually should. There's like... I guess a heaviness attached to the campus. I mean, because I mean, it's got spirits there. Like there are so many things that you have to face on the daily when you're on campus and it really gets to you and you have to really figure out how to push past those things. Right. And the only way is to like to pray and really hold on to the things you do know. And, uh, and it was kind of hard, like, like do like, it's hard to not let that seep into your spiritual life. Yeah. You know, when you're there, because I lived on campus, when you're there all the time, it's hard to not let those spirits and that heaviness attach to you and follow you to the church and follow you into your spiritual life. Um, and that was the hardest thing for me my freshman year is figuring that out. And honestly, figuring out if I, you know, if I wanted to, do what I've been doing for 18 years. Right. Right. Um, I, I like how you said, um, you need to know, you know, what you know, Mm -hmm. like believe what you believe. And, um, you read that, um, when youth transition into, um, the young adults, uh, statistics say that three out of 10 will stay in church. And why do you think that that is? Well, sadly, that statistic is really low. And um, I'll say because they haven't had to deal with the responsibility of being 
on their own. Right. I mean, when I started college, I I thought I was like at the top of my game. I mean, like I'd come off an AYC trip. I'd come off an NAYC. You know, I'd come off camp that summer. I was like, I've got this. Like I didn't question a thing. And then I walk onto campus and like a week in, I'm like, like I had struggled with things I'd never struggled with before. Like I was right. raised in church, so I always wore skirts. I never had an issue. I had found my so-called style within the, like what I wore. And then I found myself like, well, I mean, Ambria, no one, no one would know. Right. You know, I, I have those thoughts and I'm like, where are those coming from? You know, and it's, and like, it's like, well, you do need to go to church, but no one would know if you didn't. Like, you can just, you know, I mean, you can lie. Like, you know, there's no one holding you accountable because you're on your own now. And I think it's because people rely so much on that home environment. Like, you don't notice it because I didn't. I didn't notice how having a godly home or a home to go to where the people believe the same thing that you do is so impactful. Like, you know, you just get up to church and you go because that's what you've done. That's what your parents do. But then you get to a point where it's like, well, I don't have to do those things. And I think that it's because, you know, people don't really fall in love with God. They're just kind of people like, I mean, they can be completely committed to church and everything, but then they get into something that questions that. And they're like, well, I mean, it's easier to just not you know i mean like what's what's the issue with like like why can't i right like there's nothing holding you back and if you aren't confident in who you are in god you're never i mean that's why people waver and this time is probably the hardest time of your life probably the loneliest time of your life even if you have that significant other even if you know if you don't, if right. you have that family connection, if you're still going to the same church, which that's easier because you're already plugged in, but you know, you just feel so alone because now you have to make all these decisions for yourself. These decisions are going to change and shape your life and you feel alone in those. Yeah. And if you don't fall on God, you're just going to do whatever you want. And it's like, Oh, I'm in my 20s. You know, I can have fun and I'll just get to it later. Yeah. But then the later just never comes. I mean, like I I look and I see that like there are so many people that were in church. Even in the couple years I've been in college, I see that decline. Like from people graduating high school and like people I went to senior camp with versus people that I'm going to hyphen camp with, I mean, not every hyphen goes to hyphen camp, right? but you know, I see that decline and I'm like, that hurts me, you know? And I mean, I don't have the answer, but it's gotta be that, you know, the loneliness that they feel instead of running to God, they go run to the world. So good. So good. Um, and that's so true. Um, they don't, they don't know uh, what they feel and mm-hmm. how they feel and how to how to fix it. Yeah, exactly. So good. Um, but I do love that uh, you and your friends are 
y'all are proactive. Yeah. Um, and, and trying to help each other yeah. out and encourage each other. And y'all have a student-led Bible study group. Yes. Can you uh, talk to us about um, how it, maybe how it got started mm-hmm. and how your group is moving forward and what it is? Okay, well, um, it wasn't me. Um, I'm just a part of it now, but, uh, my friend, uh, Abby Loy, and I'll say probably like the key people in like found in the group. Okay. It would be like Abby Loy, Blaine Jones, um, you know, uh, I'll just stick with those two people. Um, you know, they, Abby kind of had the idea. She's like, I, I want to do this. It was after last year's came so I, I don't know what inspired it exactly but she's like I want to do this I want to create the student-led bible study and I think she consulted with Blaine and maybe a couple other people I just don't know the yeah. details and uh she's like okay so like once a month it was um so I think I think maybe Blaine did the first one and it was just like you know you know come do a bible study like it doesn't have to be anything super spiritual or anything like that. Like, what are you struggling with? And what have you done to help yourself? Like, you know, just what's God given to you? Yeah. Um, uh, and I think it started off pretty small. Like, we just, we go to a, uh, a church. like Fellowship Hall. We have some snacks before. We do, like, a game. And then we have the Bible study. And then we go eat. So, um, it's been a couple months. And we've kept it going. And uh, then COVID happened. Okay. Um, and we had pretty, we had pretty good numbers and people were getting involved. Um, and the, so COVID happens and we can't have them anymore because, you know, we had thought like, well, what if we like did social distancing? What if we like kept it separate? And then, um, I think, uh, we had, we had a group chat just to, um, talk about like, when things were happening, if, you know, if Abby wanted somebody to do a game, maybe, like, she'd put these people in a group. You know, you know, we were, like, talking. It's like, well, you know, we miss. We miss that. And yeah. I think it was, like, a month or two in. And it's like, well, why don't somebody suggested, like, well, why don't we do a Zoom call? You know, why don't we, like, try something? Like, go into a session. Like, maybe we can't do it exactly how it was, but somebody could still speak. Right. Um, and then from that... Uh, somebody was like, well, you know, in our group, there's all blue messages. And so that's all I messages. And so we can all FaceTime together. And so we're like, well, let's FaceTime. And so it was just very spur of the moment. We FaceTimed. And then that conversation, I think it started at like nine and it went to like 5 a.m. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. But we didn't have anything to do. It was yeah. quarantine. Um, and so based on that, you know, we, um, the people who participated in that, we created a different group and it was smaller, but it was people who, you know, um, wanted to be involved. People who were like, yes, let's do these FaceTimes. And right. the thing is with group messages, you don't want to put people in that then like get annoyed with it <laughs> because, you know, you don't want to annoy people and they're like, oh, I just don't even want to talk to you. Right. So we were like, well, let's let's make sure that each person is okay because we're sending like hundreds of messages a day, and it's like it's very fast. And like, if you don't want that, then you don't you don't have to be in the group. Yeah. <laughs> and so we made a smaller group, and 
it was it was so good because I could just like send a text like if I needed somebody to pray for me. I could just send it in there. And I had full confidence that these people that set up a Bible study, that attend the Bible study, that help teach at this Bible study, would, um, would I knew that they would pray for me. And right. I knew that they would support me in what I was doing. Um, slow, so we started with six people. And then slowly, um, you know, we people would... Uh, We'd be like, well, uh, just like other people that would come to the Bible study. And we'd be like, oh, well, we're doing this. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. I want to do that too. And so then we'd add them in. And it was like God was like placing each person like that needed to be in that group in that group. Awesome. And now I think we have like 12 people. And um, it's not something like, it's not like exclusive we're not like that. It's just this group of people, we trust each person that's in there. Right. And we've created these relationships that's like, I can trust you. And I can share this part of me that's pro- that's sensitive. Yeah. That's hard for me to share with a lot of people. But I know that these 11 other people aren't going to go tell everyone. They're not going to go talk bad about me. They're just going to pray for me. They're right. just going to know that they're going to be the support I need. And... You know, going back to the last question, why people, you know, maybe get out of church, why they don't leave, those connections. Right. And I think this group is helping each and every person keep those connections. I think that's what the student-led Bible study is doing. I mean, we've talked about it. Like, God orchestrated this. Whether it was, it, it was completely God, and I know that, because things wouldn't have happened the way they did. Something so easy, it just like, started and then it's just kept going i mean here we are like nine months later (laughs) and group messages they don't normally last that long but here we are and i've created some of the deepest connections with people i've gotten to know people that i never thought i would have the opportunity i mean like if you look at us the walks of life that we come through come from it shouldn't it we shouldn't all work together right but god I'm saying that God knew and he put each and every person that's supposed to be in there in there. And I know like from talking to the people in the group that like without this, like I don't know if I would have made it through quarantine. Yeah. Like just sitting there, like having no one to talk to hardly any, um, church function to go to, you know, and these people we now, now we FaceTime about like once a week and, um, I know that there are times where it's gone like all night. Like it's just like 12 hours. <laughs> and it's like, how do you have so much to talk about? I don't know. But it's that support and that love right, from fellow apostolics that are going through the same exact things. Like we're all in that point of life where we're making these giant decisions. And now we have that support. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people lack. And, you know, that's what the student Bible study wants to foster. Like because... If it wasn't for that, I might see these people twice a year at camp in HYC. Right. Like, you can't foster relationships that way. You have to go outside of that. And the Bible study was a way to bring people who might not know each other and might not be able to talk to each other or, you know, get off of Instagram, get off social media and meet each other face to face and be like, this is an actual bond. Like, yeah. we can create something here because those superficial friendships 
you know, the things where you're like, oh, you're my you're camp friends. Like those things don't keep you. Yeah. But like the things that we've created, they really keep you. And these relationships, like I'm going to have them for the rest of my life. And I know that for a fact, even if it's just, you know, catching up every once in a while because God takes us somewhere else. But I know that if I have to send a text to anybody in that group personally, that they will pray for me. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. You all have a group of, of friends that, that might hold you accountable. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that's good. And y'all are, y'all are carrying each other. Yeah. Through all this. Yeah. And, um, what advice would you give, um, to a young adult or a leader or, um, hyphen age? Ah, I, I was looking at this question. I was like, that's, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, cause I mean, I myself, I need all the vi- advice that I can get, but, What I would say is that, you know, this time in life is probably the hardest because you might be trying to figure out if that significant other is the one that God has in your life. Or you might just be trying to find that significant other or just find anything. (laughs) Um, No, but and as a leader, you want to portray things like, you know, because as a hyphen, the youth look up to you no matter what you may think, because I know that because I looked up to the hyphen in my life and if they see you doing something, they're going to do it. And no matter how inadequate you feel, because I feel, I feel inadequate all the time. I'm like, I'm not doing the right things. I'm not, I'm just not showing up. I'm not like, I'm not doing what I need to do like on the inside. And I know that, but I have to think, no matter what you might be struggling with, those kids need to see you. So true. The people you're in charge of, they need to see that even though you are having a hard time, you keep going. Because if they see you give up, that's what they're going to do. Yes. And no matter what happens, you just have to keep going. You just have to keep pushing. You just have to keep worshiping. Don't let anything, you know, get in your way. Don't let something like something like a bad grade on an exam or your jo- your boss got on to you at work or you just had a really bad day don't let that affect you because people are watching you right and the important people if there's a 4 year old who sees that you're not afraid to go pray for somebody if they can see you worship if they can see you show up to everything even if you're not at your best right that can make a world of difference. Awesome. So true. Um, actions speak louder than words. Yeah. And everybody is watching you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No pressure or anything. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it is so good. So good. Um, uh, I guess we're going to conclude this and I want to thank you for being on here and thank everyone for listening. Um, well, thank you for, you know, asking like it's an honor. Well, great. Um, but um, I want to leave with get involved in your local church. Mm-hmm. You know, ask your pastor, Ambria, um, mention that, asking your pastor, see what he would want you to do, get involved, even if it's scrubbing the toilets. Yeah, I, I mean, mean get, get involved. Get in there, 
get involved and serve um, and, and serve it with excellence. Yeah. Um, get a group of friends. Yes. You know, that that's going to encourage you and be there and, and hold you accountable. I think that's, that's awesome. So uh, thank you everyone for listening. Um, I love each and every one of you. The Oklahoma Youth Department loves all of you. And may God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure to subscribe to the Oklahoma Next Gen Leaders so you stay up to date on our newest content. Until next time, we pray this encouraged you.